This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. So this morning, I want to talk to you about something that is very important about you and I. That is, you and I, we are God's occupational force on the face of the earth. Listen to this. There is no one that is located in any nation on the face of the earth by chance. None of us negotiated with God where you, you were going to be born. God himself designed it. And I used to tell one of my friends, he tried all he could to leave Nigeria. He could not. And I told him one day, I said, friend, if God designed your breakthrough here, there is no way that God will allow you to live. And after a while, the same guy became a millionaire right in this nation. Now listen to me. Any nation on earth where God will allow you to be located, that is the place that God wants you to occupy. And then there is a reason, there is an assignment, and there is a purpose. Praise the Lord. Now I'll show you something in scripture. In Luke chapter 19, verse 13, I want you to look at that and I want you to also read with me. That's our Matthew scripture. Can we read one, two together? Go. He called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, What? Occupy till I come. You see, that word occupy also translates do business until I come. Now, God is not asking us to just be in a place without being recognized that we are there. When you are occupying a place, you are taking space. Do you understand? Because any space that you are not taking or you are not occupying, the people that do not know God, they will occupy it. And then let me be very clear to you. In this nation, other people are very strategic in occupying the places that we are not occupying. They are very strategic about it. They are actively working actively positioning themselves to occupy everywhere. But you, as children of God, our assignment and our calling is to occupy. And I'm telling you, because you have the mandate and the backing of heaven, and you have the authority by righteousness to be able to change the atmosphere where you are occupying. Praise the Lord. I'll show you something in scripture on next slide. I want to take you back to the beginning Genesis where God spoke to us and the instruction that God gave us. Please pay attention to this. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. Just watch the screen so that you can see what I, I mark and what I underline. Now, look at this original mandate from God. The Bible says, so God created man in his image. And you know the scripture says that God created man in his image and likeness. And that image and likeness of God distinguished man from every other creature of God. Now watch this now. He said, in the image of God, he created him. Male and female created them. Now watch something now in verse 28. Then God blessed them. Now after God created man, God put an empowerment to be able to do or function according to design. 
That is the blessing. The moment the blessing came on man and the creature of God, everything God created were empowered to function according to divine order. And then God instructed what our functioning or our performance should be. Look at the next scripture. I will say God blessed them, God empowered them, and God said, you see anything about God? God will not give you an instruction to do when he has not enabled you to be able to do. I repeat again, God will not give you an instruction to go and carry out an assignment when you were not empowered to be able to carry out that assignment. I want you to see specific instruction that God gave man from the beginning. The Bible says, and God said to them, after empowering them, the Bible says the first thing, be what? Fruitful. Can't every instruction of God. You see, there is no word of God that are coming to you by chance. God is always specific with every word. And God is detailed. The first thing was, be what? Fruitful. The second thing, multiply. The third, fill the earth. The fourth, subdue it. The fifth, have dominion. Now watch it. The next slide, please. I want to show you something about those five words. You see the five words there. The first on the slide is what? Be fruitful. You see, fruitfulness is the assignment of everything God created and they are living. Because the seed of God is in every creature. Now, when you are being fruitful, God doesn't want you to stop there. I will show you an illustration that will drive this home. When you are being fruitful, God doesn't want you to stop there. What is the next thing after you are being fruitful? What is the next thing you should do? You move into the level of multiplication. Then the moment you are multiplying, you don't stop there. When you are multiplying and you are more than yourself or you are more than one, what is the next thing that God expects you to do? Fill the earth. Occupy. Take space. Watch it. Then the moment you are fruitful, you are multiplying and you are taking space, you are occupying space, opposition will come. Because the enemy knows you are fulfilling divine mandate while you were created. And then the moment opposition comes, what is the next instruction of God? Subdue opposition. There will be stuff that will try to stop you from carrying out the mandate of God. And then God has also empowered you. And Jesus Christ drove it home. He said, behold, I have given you power or authority to deal with every scorpion and serpent and every power that will come to oppose you. So, now, until you pass the stage of subduing opposition, you cannot enter the last stage. What is the last stage? Have dominion. You cannot dominate in this world until you are ready for battles. No, no. You, anyone that does not win is or a battle in the place of fruitfulness and multiplication and occupying their space, they can't have dominion. Until you rise up to know that this is not a joke. The fight for the soul of the nations is not a joke. You are in contention with powers and principalities that doesn't want you to fulfill divine mandate. And until you know that I will rise up, that right from the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers what? Divine engagement. And only people that are ready to engage and subdue the enemy, they are the ones that will have dominion. When you rise up in dominion, you don't need introduction. What God gifted you to function with on the face of the heart, they will begin to speak for you. Are we getting something now? 
I want us to go through that again. Put that on the screen quickly. Let's go through that again. That, those, those are the original mandate of God when God created man. Now, if you don't capture this revelation, you can't function in the office, in the capacity that God created you to function, even though you are a believer. So what is the first instruction after God blessed man? What is the first instruction? Be fruitful. What is the next one where you are fruitful? Don't stop here. What must you do next? Multiply. And then while you are multiplying, what is the next phase of increase? What do you do? Occupy. Fill your space. Anywhere. Everywhere God has given you, God wants you to fill it. Every nation where God has placed you, God wants you to fill it. Make your presence felt. And then God wants you to know that the moment you are occupying space and you are following your divine mandate, the enemy will rise up. And when the enemy rises up, what do you do? Subdue. And until you subdue, you will not have what? Dominion. Now, I want, so since you have understood that, I want to tell you something now, very, very important, and I want you to pay attention to this. Bring the next slide. Let me define something to you that is very important. You see, fruits are products of seeds. Listen to this. God said, be fruitful. Now, you can't be fruitful until you recognize that, number one, you are a seed. You are the oak of righteousness. You are the planting of the law so that you can show forth the splendor of God. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3. Every one of us, we are the planting of the law. The seed of God is in you. Do you understand? Apart, so now, that word seed can also translate into God gifts. You know, in the original scripture I read to you, when the master wanted to depart, he gave every one of them, what did he, what did he give them? Pans. Something to go and trade with so that they can be occupied until he comes. So every one of us, we are the planting of the law. The seed of God, the giftings of God, the grace of God is upon everyone's life. Whether you believe it or not, it's there, but it can be dormant if you don't engage it. Then watch something now. The next slide, quickly, the next slide. I want to bring an explanation to you. Look, look at this side. I want to explain the power of seed to you. Look at this slide. If you look from the left-hand side, you see the, the hand, that is a grain of corn. I do that quickly because of our time. That's a grain of corn. Now, that represents your gifting. The seed that God has put inside of you. If you plant your own, if you plant your seed, if you engage your seed, now see the next side up, then I will take the next side down. Look at the next side. If you plant your seed, chances are, given the adversities of life and opposition, if you plant your seed, you can have one air of corn. And on each air of corn, the minimum you can get, the minimum on each air of corn is how many grain? You will have 400 grain. Now watch it now. Now if the blessing of God is working upon your life, if you plant that same one seed, look at the second possibility. Look at the way down now. The second possibility, one grain of corn can produce how many? Eight airs of corn. And then multiply, and I told you that that's the minimum yield 400. Now multiply that minimum yield of 400 by 8. What do you get? I mean, what do you get? 3,200. That is the possibility of you engaging or planting the seed of God, the gifting of God inside of you. So from that place, we see, watch that place now. From that seed, and I said that every fruit, they are programmed with seed. From that one grain, so if you engage your seed, you can come up with 3,200 from just that one grain. Then watch it. That is fruitfulness. Now, if you want to multiply, you now take your 3,200. Instead of consuming it, engage it again. 
Now watch it now. You take the 3,200 and take it back. Now watch what's him. When you plant a grain of corn, how many space do you need? How many space do you need? You just need a small spot. When you want to plant 3,200, how many space do you need? You need large land. So from fruitfulness, you move into multiplication. From multiplication, you move into occupation. Because you can't plant 3,200 seed on one spot. You need what? Space. And then imagining now, you know that when you plant a grain of oil, what, when I, what I was explaining to you in that Genesis chapter 1, 20, uh, 27 and 28, when you plant a grain of corn, do you get notice? Does anybody notice you? When you plant 3,300 seeds and they start growing, what do you think you will attract? You will attract attention. That is where opposition comes. And then God says, the moment you start occupying space, you will attract attention. Opposition will come. And when opposition comes, what will most you do? You fight. Because until you fight that phase and overcome that, that, that phase, they will not allow you to enter into the place of dominion. Praise the Lord. Now, I'll take you into something. Let's go to the next slide quickly. Let's go to the next slide. I'll take you into something as I'm rounding up because I won't be able to take you through the whole phase of the teaching. I know that. Look at uh, something on the screen there. Very powerful scripture. And uh, that is actually, uh, that's, that's not Genesis chapter 1. That is actually John chapter 15. But watch the scripture, verses 1 and 2. Watch that scripture there. Jesus Christ said something very profound there. Now, you saw Genesis was an initiation into fruitfulness. But when Christ came, he brought eternal life into us and brought us to another dimension of fruitfulness. Look at what Jesus Christ said. He said, I am divine. Who I, and my father is who? Divine dresser. Then watch verse 2. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, what will happen to you? It takes you aside. You see, when God sidelines you, you might not even know. You can still be rolling. But see the condition for God's sidelining you. What is the condition for God's sidelining anybody? When you fail to bear fruit. Now watch the next thing. He said, and every branch in me that bears fruit, what do I do to them? I prune them that they may do what? Bear more fruit. You see, when God is pruning you, anything that will try to attack your life from functioning the way that God ordained you to function, God himself will rise up and take care of them. Do we understand? Now, let's go to the next slide. Let me show you an, an illustration of just what you saw in that scripture. Let's go to the next slide. Look at that slide now. You see this side? You see, can you see the branch? What? Who are the branch? Who are the branch? We are the branch. Can you see the vine? That is the stem. Who is the, who is the, who is the vine? The Lord Jesus. Then can you see the other side? That is God, the vine dresser. You see what God is doing? Look at what is on the left of God. Those are branches that are fruitful. You see the way he's taking care of them. And, and then the ones that are not fruitful, what is he doing with them? He's cutting them down. You see, they are getting dry. Now, many of us don't know that that is how we function with God. And that is how the grace of God functions on everyone. The grace of God is on everyone. The gift of God is in everyone. But not everybody will manifest in their fullness. Why? Because until you engage what God has given you, you won't be fruitful. And when you are not fruitful, heaven will sideline you. Because God will look for people who are fruitful and want to engrace them the more so that they can produce the more for him. Do we understand? 
Let's go to the next slide quickly as I round up. Now, look at the word fruitfulness there. See, fruitfulness is the natural byproduct of any healthy living thing. Everything created by God. And I said this, especially when you have been born again. And the life, see, let me tell you, the life of God, the eternal life that we received, the life of God in us is so powerful that you are capable of anything that God wants you to accomplish on the face of the earth. You are not. We are capable of anything. You can go to a dry ground by the command of heaven and you will make a, a, a place that is dry. You will make that place fruitful because of the life of God that is in you. And every believer, every one of us, if you are born again, you are a carrier of this life. Whether you like it or not, praise the Lord. Now, I, want, I have what I call seven secrets of kingdom fruitfulness. But I will only take one and two because of our time. I can't take the seven. Seven secrets of uh, kingdom fruitfulness. I want to see number one. Let's look, look at number one. Look at number one. The first secret of kingdom fruitfulness is abiding in who? In Christ. And that provokes the blessing. Hear this, and I want to beg you. If you are not born again, and not only being born again, you are committed to Christ as a Christian, you cannot experience what I just told you now. Because the beginning of fruitfulness, you must be attached to the vine. And being attached to the vine is simply called abiding in Christ. Look at that scripture in John chapter 15 verse 4. It says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abide in the vine, neither can you unless you do what? You abide in me. Let me be very sincere with you. Every child of God that is not consistent with God, you are only playing Christianity. You are not a believer. I repeat again. Every child of God that is not consistent with God, you are only playing Christianity, you are not a believer. Because your life will not be effective. Your life will not produce results. Because the ability to produce fruits always comes from divine, from Christ. And when you are not attached to divine, nothing will flow from him to you. The result that you can produce that can impact, that can change. You see, when a child of God is in a place, you are a terror to the kingdom of darkness. Because you are light. And when light is connected to the source, that light can never go out. And no power of darkness can be able to displace that light. Praise the Lord. Let's quickly go to number two. And let's see how far we can go. Number two quickly, because of our time. Number two. The power of seed. And that was what I explained to you. Look at the word of the law. In Zechariah chapter 8 verse 20. The Bible says, for the seed shall be prosperous. You know what God is telling us? Every seed God planted in you and I, they are empowered to prosper. Except you don't plant it. Except you don't engage your seed in what God wants you to do for him. Every seed of God, they are prosperous. They are empowered to prosper anywhere you take them. See, the vine shall give the fruit and the ground shall give an increase and the heaven shall give their due. I will cause the remnant of these people to possess all this. That is God talking. But that will not happen to you until you engage your seed. And the seed of God is in you. I want you to tell somebody the seed of God is in you. Tell another person, the seed of God is in you. Please engage your seed for fruitfulness, for multiplication, for occupation, to subdue your enemy and to have dominion. Please engage your seed 
for fruitfulness, for multiplication, to occupy your space, subdue your enemies, and have dominion in the mighty name of Jesus. Quickly, let's go to number three. I think I will stop at number three because my time is up now. Then we are going to pray. Number three. What's number three? Prayer. When you pray over your seed, you are simply enforcing the word of God. Look at the word there in Ezekiah chapter 36, verse 7. Very powerful scripture. The Bible says, Thus says the Lord God. I will also let the house of Israel inquire of me. That is, you ask of me to do this for them. I will increase their men like what? Flocks. Prayer is enforcing dossiers the Lord. That is why I tell people, prayer is also warfare. Because there are some times that when you look at things ordinarily and they are not happening, you must force it to happen. That's what prayer does. You are waiting and the thing is not producing. What must you do? Engage the force of prayer. Prayer is, thus says the law. This is what the Lord says. What you are manifesting is contrary to the word of the law. No, I refuse. You must comply with the word of the Lord. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, prayer is simply enforcing the word of God. A child of God that does not engage in prayer, you are giving yourself cheaply to your enemy to subdue. The enemy you don't subdue will subdue you. I repeat again, the enemy you don't subdue will subdue you. Rest upon your feet, we are going to pray. I want you to give thanks to God. Don't need to clap. First of all, what I want you to do, I want you to give thanks to God that you are the planting of God, that the seed of God, I want you to affirm that, affirm that to yourself, that the seed of God, just thank him. Because if you don't believe it, you can't affirm it. Affirm it to yourself that, Father, I want to thank you that your seed is in me. Go ahead and appreciate that. Go ahead and thank God that I'm the planting of the Lord. I'm a tree of righteousness. The seed of God is in me. I'm a candidate for fruitfulness. Make that confession. I'm a candidate for multiplication. I'm a candidate to spread out, to occupy my space. I'm empowered to subdue opposition. I've been given the authority to have dominion by the authority of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go ahead and appreciate that planting of God inside of you. And then I want you to begin to speak to your seed and say, Father, the seed, the gifting that you are putting me by the word of the Lord, I command you to find expression. I command you to be activated. Begin to find expression in your space, in your field, in your areas of influence. In the name of Jesus, I speak to the seed of God inside of me. By the authority of the name of Jesus, I command you activated right now. Begin to find expression in your space. Begin to find expression in the area of your influence. Begin to find expression in the place of your planting. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I'm going to say, Father, every opposition to my fruitfulness, my multiplication, occupation of my space, subduing my enemy and to my dominion, every opposition, by the authority of the name of Jesus, I declare them destroyed. This very morning in the name of Jesus, destroy every opposition to your fruitfulness and multiplication. Say, Father, I destroy every opposition in the mighty name of Jesus. And then begin to prophesy over this nation, Nigeria. Say, Father, I release my seed over the space of Nigeria. Arise to occupy my place. Arise to occupy my place by the authority of the name of Jesus. Over this nation, Nigeria, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm the planting of the Lord. I did not come to this nation by accident. I arrived here because of divine assignment and calling. So by the authority of the name of Jesus, my voice will not be subdued. 
my assignment will not be compromised in the mighty name of Jesus over the nation of Nigeria I declare I command my place to open up I command my space to open up in the name of Jesus I find my space I find my place my seed begin to find expression in this nation in the name of Jesus I refuse to be small I refuse to be sideline in the mighty name of Jesus I am God's occupational force upon the nation of Nigeria as I step out of this place today by the authority of the name of Jesus I find my space I express myself in the name of Jesus I begin to subdue opposition in the mighty name of Jesus Father I give you thanks in Jesus mighty name we pray please stretch out your hand towards the altar Father in the name of Jesus I pray for every soul under the sound of my voice people that are watching us over the internet anyone that is in this place and their seed has been corrupted I plead the power of the blood of Jesus over your seed and I declare that your seed they are delivered from corruption in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and I pray by the word of the Lord that you have heard because the entrance of God's word always give light by the word that you have heard today I declare that your seed they are activated in Jesus name from this place be fruitful from this place multiply from this place occupy your space from this place subdue your enemies from this place have dominion in the mighty name of Jesus I declare in your lifetime God will be glorified through your individual lives in Jesus name I cover you with the blood of Jesus and I declare you blessed in Jesus name put your hands together for Jesus hallelujah we believe you have been blessed by this message to download this message Please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.